646. My name is Doss McManus, and we got Ariel Fisher and Bob Barrow in the studio. Why are you so laughing? This is an exuberant fucking intro, I'm man. Exuberant. Remember that third episode? This is Dawson McManus's podcast, Hi. and I have friends too, everybody. <laughs> I have my own show. I swear to God. So I don't want to come on my show. Speaking of shows, we actually uh, we have the folks from Do More Stuff videotaping this right now. Hey, guys. Hello. No one can see Show me within a show currently. within a show. I know. It's weird. Uh, their episode that they're filming currently is uh, Do More Podcasts, where they are filming a pod. They're doing a vlog of a podcast With interviewing podcasters. podcasters. That's just like reaching up inside your own ass trying to get an explanation. Yeah, there. Just, that's, it's, it's, it's Jim Henson giving himself a prostate exam <laughs> yeah. and making funny voices. Yeah. With Kermit's hand. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Why are there oh. so many songs about buttholes? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's this good to be show. back. This is episode yeah. three with us. Yeah, it's episode three with you guys. Episode twenty in total. So that the I'm people so know who the hell it is that is the they in they? this situation. They are a frame apart is back. A fr- yeah, a frame apart. And uh, sorry for uh, for the for the do more stuff. Uh, we have Sean Daniels and Chantel. I cannot pronounce your last name. I know how to spell it. How do you pronounce your last name? Sandbatch. Sandbatch. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jesus, Dawson. Cool. I wasn't sure if it was Sam Bad- um, Whatever, fuck it. Kept calling her Crandall. <laughs> <laughs> it's Krabobble. I feel like an idiot. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, this is a good start to the show. Isn't it's, it, It's though? a rollicking start. Yeah. Rollicking, indeed. Uh, so, the first time you guys were here was an interview. The second time you were here, we talked about musicals. Yes, movie our, musicals. Our indeed. favorite musicals. Indeed. <laughs> Sorry about a bridge. <laughs> very, very dignified. Well, thanks, Buzz they, they, Killington. No took problem. Took the words out of my mouth. Uh, that's what Mr. I did. Mr. No. What? Meatloaf? Uh, took the words right at No? No. Sorry. He just, just reached in. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so we figured in, in, spirit of, in the spirit of having a few more stuff on the show, or vid- videoing the show, of us talking about <laughs> as if there wasn't enough pressure that we have to be on oh, while we're recording and we're yeah. talking we have to be on recording for your show yeah and then recording perform dance like monkeys for the other show it so it's tough. if you could dance more like monkeys than that. <laughs> honey well say don't call me furious george for nothing so. <laughs> we thought we'd celebrate the podcasting episode of the vlog by fucking the podcast right up yeah. It'll be great. Basically. Furious George, that's that's the nickname he gave to his wiener. That's true. Yeah. Was the man in the yellow Angry hat, but people got confused. Yeah. <laughs> for those who aren't familiar, uh, Bob and Dawson have known one another for about 15 years, if you couldn't tell. I think well, 16, though. 16. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Way too long. Yeah. Wait. I'm sorry. That came out wrong. Thanks. <laughs> well, it's been fun. Fuck you. Yeah, get out. <laughs> we're out for the day. Oh, shit. Anyway, in the spirit of having the Do More Stuff people here, we were going to talk about doing more stuff outside of our chosen vocations. Yeah. So Indeed. That's uh, going to be at least a, a, a chunk of the theme. We're also just going to shoot the shit and talk about what's new, what's coming up. Poopy. Poopy? That's new? Right through the screen. Poopy. Oh, man. You're still going to clip it. I know. He's okay. trying to. He's Did you not get that? I got new pop filters. He's trying to test it out. Fucking <laughs> 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 Just <laughs> hawk a fucking movie on them. Oh, don't, don't, don't. No, no, don't. no, no, no. no. Oh, that camera on. looks nice. They can probably get it. That's gonna have. To, you're gonna have to send me this so I can oh. attach some of this video to the YouTube. 
So do we want to talk about, since this is an episode for you guys about podcasting, should we talk about podcasting? About podcasting is probably a good idea. Would um, that be, so answer some questions maybe and discuss the art of podcasting and how we do what we do? Our, is that... Our format is 60 seconds. Oh, so no. So we've already so not so much. <laughs> Shit. So with me spitting on the screen, there's You've only like ten so seconds left. You've wasted so much time. Left. You understand? Like that's the perfect. That, that's the kind of stuff I need is little tiny moments like that. I'm gonna grab all those, put them all together, and that's def- like a slow mo. That's zoom definitely gonna be one of them. It's gonna be like in slow mo. Yeah. Black and white will be all dramatic as, and stuff. As yeah. much of this it's is important to get yourself a spit screen. That, yeah. And here's why. Um, yeah, but people will abuse. I really, <laughs> I really would appreciate getting as much of the video of this as possible. So I, I want to thank you. So I want to attach this to the uh, to the YouTube channel. Yeah, for sure. Because I think it'll be fun to finally start doing some form of video component yeah. to this. Yep. People so. can see how devastatingly handsome we are. Right. And then how patient you are. We have to be with you. Oh, you, you, oh. you just beat my joke. I like how I'm you sorry. The ground. just flip that around. Yep. I, it. Yep. I thought you were going nice with it, but no. No. Yeah. So Sorry, Dawson. This is his how behalf. we kind of preamble into the show. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to talk about doing more shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess just real quick. First, let's talk about podca- podcasting for anybody that's interested. Yeah. Um, let's right indeed. now, I'm just going to give a quick rundown of some of my gear because that's I got some new ho, shit. Ho ho ho! And I'm really I'm I'm excited about it. Um, I'm using a I'm using a focus right. <laughs> if you fart one more time, I'm going to reach over the table and smack you. I. <laughs> I'm using Focusrite Scarlett i1820, uh, which is a 16 input channel uh, audio interface. Got great preamps. Um, you, uh, Bob and Ariel, you guys are talking into AKG C1000S's. You know, I thought so. Yeah. Um, it felt right. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I'm using. Um, An uncooperative mic stand. A, a very uncooperative mic stand currently. <laughs> um, I'm using a. An SM7B, which can be used for vocals or it can be used for amp capture or any kinds of <laughs> cool shit. Uh, you could throw it at someone and steal their shit. You could. Yeah. Um, I think that works too. I'm recording with uh, the um, Persona Studio One, and uh, that's kind of it for, for the podcasting stuff. Uh, yeah, it's, it's sweet. I mean, I use a lot of other stuff for recording music, but uh, for the podcasting, that's what I use. Whereas... We have a much end. more low-tech well, approach. We don't have spitty screens like this. Well, that's one of the things that's kind of fun about podcasting, right? Is mm-hmm. that it's a, it's a, it's a pretty uh, liberal medium. You can So long as you have a means of recording, whether it's yeah. professional quality, semi-pro, yeah. or completely just shitty, yeah. you can do what you want to do. Whether you're a professional do. or a piece of shit. Well, you know, there's we use our... <laughs> to list off our gear... Just yeah. shitty. Well, no, there are some podcasts I'm actually really surprised. I've listened to a lot yeah. of podcasts that are, you know, a highly listened traffic, to, yeah. tons of traffic, yep. and the sound quality is just utter shit. Yep. So it just surprises me that some people just use different gear. But yep. so <laughs> what we use, we use My a. Mom thinks that show is cool. I'm sure. We use a blue Yeti microphone, yep. not it's like the, the semi-pro version, yep. which wasn't insanely mic. expensive. Yep, and we share it. We record it from opposite ends, so we just use the yeah. one. Although we do have a... F- we yes, do have one in the exactly. closet that we keep meaning to mail away to get to, recoded. Because so it's a USB two. mic, and that's one thing that we didn't know. If you use two identical USB mics plugged into the same computer, they don't register. One overwrites the other. So yeah. it's a pain in the ass. Seems like a really stupid design. A little bit. Won't work. <sighs> not with Macs. 
Nope. With the Yetis, you have to mail them in to get their firmware recoded. Yep. Because they all have matching firmware, so the computer can't read it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But other than that, we just we record into and edit with GarageBand, and Bob does all the editing. So it's and that's a free program. You can tell by how flawlessly cut everything is. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I think it works. As soon as I figured out that when you cut out that space of a breath, wait for the breath to end. So it says like, and you know what I'm saying. It's it's flawless. Yeah. 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 Um, And I, I like the diversity of content as well like just show not only uh format but just what shows are based on like this one is basically just a talk show whereas you guys are a lot more analytical with films and sometimes yeah sometimes mm-hmm. we're totally not but that, yeah, yeah that's true especially when you know the weird fucking characters show up <laughs> like, like june Ma- or, or margaret well, it's not even margaret she's not the margaret's character her sister there we go you talk shit about your own family, all right? Yeah. <laughs> like Mr. Fucking Bighead from Yeah, from Rocco's, Rocco's Modern, Modern Life. Life. Yeah. Well, fair, at least yeah. not Mr. Safety Shoes. He gets yeah. angry. Hey, yo. Fucking camera's up in here. What do you think is you paying me? <laughs> Wait, sock feet? Bullshit. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking ridiculous. But uh, why, don't you, why don't you give everybody the spiel? Because you just you the did spiel. it I did the spiel earlier. Yeah, so our, For people that haven't heard our other two, A Frame Apart's guest appearances beforehand. That's, yeah. yeah. So a New frame, listeners. So, uh, stop that. <laughs> <laughs> For A Frame Apart, uh, we are uh, a podcast where every episode we compare two films, whether that comparison is obvious or not. So, <laughs> I'm one of your do. hosts, Ariel Fisher, and here's Chad McHugelarge. Oh, it's Brick Hard Cheese. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, this is different names, you know. Uh, yeah. It's hard to keep up. But yeah, so we dissect episode uh, films every episode and see you know, what different ways they can connect. Mm-hmm. One of our first episodes was we were talking about the Avengers versus Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and talking about cinematic universes mm-hmm. and multiverses. Um, most recently, we actually did a different format for our show, which we call Eat Your Darts, where we look at one film that either of us have either never seen or haven't seen in a very long time. That's usually considered pretty uh, uh, formative viewing. So this week it was Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. And we started talking about, you know, a little bit more about politics than usual. And we started talking about the filibuster as is prevalent in that film. Yeah. And how that relates to Mm. current, you know, the current political climate, which is Mm -hmm. rather heady. Mm. Sometimes our episodes are heady. Sometimes they are not. Sometimes we watch, you know, House. Everyone should go out and find it. Japanese movie. Criterion yeah. sells it. A little it. ridiculous. A weird fucking... I caught Beyond. the tail end of that. Yeah, that's Fucked right. You up. came over that night. I did. That yeah. was fucking... Yeah. I had no idea what was going yeah. on. Oh, uh, yeah. Neither it, did we. Yeah, I was going to say, even though I came yeah. in the last quarter, you guys had about as much of a clue as I did. Oh, yeah. If you go back and listen to that episode, you will understand... I, very, you'll understand why we understood so little. I think it might... <laughs> It might be what it would look like if you actually crawled inside a drug addict. <laughs> Probably. Like it's just it's it, up there. Uh, maybe a Japanese drug addict. Like yeah. it's just yeah, it's insanity. Because they're so different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are. I love how there's going to be a little bit of peanut gallery in the background yeah. of this. It's awesome. Okay. So, so we're good. You got everything you yeah, need. We're great. All right. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Well, I Pleasure. think that that concludes the uh, guest appearance the, of the vlog more portion stuff of the show. Yeah. Of the vlog portion of the show. Yeah. Thanks. I'm just reiterating shit you're saying now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you, Chantel, Sean, thanks for coming by, guys, and look Thank forward you. to seeing the episode. Alrighty. Nice to meet you guys too. All right, I'll talk to you later, man. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so um, now that that's fucking done with, <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude, they're still within earshot. Oh.
Very lovely people. Yeah. Attra- attractive and well kempt. I wanted to lick his face. <laughs> as smooth as veal cutlets. Yeah. Uh. You can taste the indignity. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck. God. Oh man. Uh, so for us, it's it's the May long weekend, which is cool. Yep. Uh, yeah. Had a fire last night for the first time, which was pretty sweet. Super uh, sweet. And you're, is it super sweet. Super sweet. In your new fancy Dan domestic fire pit. We yep. still all smell a little like fire. I had a shower. I don't. Well, fine. You don't have curly locks that still reek of smoke. No, I don't. I see his pubes. Just <laughs> fucking jerry curls. <laughs> I can't get rid of that smoky smell for some no, reason. For no, some Jesus. Put your Jesus. dick in the smoker once. Yes. And, you know. God, that would hurt. Well, you know, he wanted his wanted his brick to taste a little nicer, oh, and it just geez. didn't work out. I was going for that pineapple. Pineapple with smoke brick. Pineapple. I don't think pineapple is going to give his ejaculate that applewood freshness. No? I don't think there's an N. It's ejaculate. Ejaculate? No, That's no N. It's ejaculate. Oh. You've been saying it wrong this whole time. It's the epitome of It's wrong. the epitome of mispronunciation. When you bust, <laughs> when you fucking come on someone and it doesn't smell like applewood, they'll be like, "You, I fucking paid for applewood! <laughs> Jesus, is that better? So. It's getting there. Um, <laughs> sums it up. So, May Long Weekend. Yeah. May Long Weekend. It's good to be back. Good to be in town where yeah. the air actually smells like air. Yeah. yeah. Instead of in the big smoke. Yep. Where you had to come to the country to smell like smoke. Yeah. Nah. A different kind. Different kind. But less industrial. Is yeah. Toronto called the big smoke? No, it's Chicago, no, it's, I think. Yeah, I'm just... No, Chicago's the, the Big, big Easy. The big easy. <coughs> no. No, that's Louisiana. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with me? I don't I know. know. Windy City is Chicago. Is it? Yes. All right. We should maybe New call York's the somewhere. Big Apple. <laughs> I know that much. The, the large pomme de terre. That, no, that's a, that's, a, that's a potato. Is it? Yes. It is. The large potato. <laughs> Isn't that Dublin? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's P-E-I. Be... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And large is in French. <laughs> le large. Gros, le gros pomme. Okay. Or le, la, la pomme grand. Ma, ma française est terrible, je ne sais pas. <laughs> <laughs> There was uh, a French Shut up, too. Meg. Yeah. <laughs> Meg. <laughs> you're a real smart fella, Dad. Well, you're a real fine smeller, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of did too, though. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. All right. Just like I farted on the cat earlier today. Uh, three times. <laughs> was it three? I thought it was only two. It was either it was two beautiful. or three. You farted on the cat. Oh, how I many? Th- it doesn't really matter how right many times you did head. it. It's the kind of thing that just keeps going on. And on. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Indeed. Like, people will look back at that like they do, you know, like the, the great symphonies of old. Yeah. Speaking like, of symphonies. Just, just like that fart video. No, that wasn't what I was going oh, for. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Just when that dude farted that B-flat major seven arpeggio and then made it a tune with it was genius and I laughed so hard I cried and watched it in public while at the barbershop and laughing and crying cut. yeah did you try and fart in harmony with it <laughs> I couldn't squeeze one out I had nothing <laughs> pooed in the baba chair they asked me to leave speaking of pooing in the baba chair this week we're talking about what? things we do in our spare time uh, yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> like pooing in baba chairs that's what Dawson does we don't judge here Everybody at a frame of pot whatever everyone has needs everybody has needs to be fulfilled it was hard like that Boston accent. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So. So. So, what? Dawson. Yes. What do you do in your spare time when you're not practicing your music or playing a gig or recording something? Um, well, 
this was something that I did in my spare time, which then became something that I... Uh, that you do. That in I, now regular I time. Do. Yeah, now it's regular <clears throat> time. Uh, so I had to find something else to replace that, which um, has recently once again become martial arts, which I'm really stoked about. Um, I've been, for the last three months, I have been doing uh, jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai, um, and I trade off uh, about, I do three days a week of each, uh, one available. Sometimes I don't have the time schedule mm -hmm. worked out to, to do that, but when I can, if I can get six days in, it feels really good. I sleep way better. Also, just meeting new people is, is a really cool part of it, and I, I grew up doing martial arts, so I'm really happy to be back in it. It's very good exercise. It, it's such a good stress release. I mean, getting, getting, it's, it's, this is going to sound very strange, but getting strangled on like, <laughs> like three days a week, really, we really, yeah, David Carradine thought it was the bee's knees too. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> poor, that is what we call poor taste. It's been long enough. It's funny now. <laughs> Kung Fu, the legend does not continue. Oh, oh dear. Oh my God. <laughs> They killed Bill. The Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's Sucky. why you probably should pay them more than ten dollars. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you're gonna have them choke you uh, on the fucking door of the bathroom. Oh like. boy. Oh wow. Okay. So, so, but yeah, no, it's it's been a lot of fun. Um, and the Muay Thai is really cool because it's a very different striking art than karate or taekwondo. And you have a great deal of experience with martial arts in general. I do. So the um, I feel like I'm. I feel like I, now I also have I have really good instructors and the people that I'm training with are, are really cool and they explain things very well so they make it easier to understand I mean obviously with such little ground experience that I have like I did a little bit of judo and I mm -hmm. messed around with it like we did a little bit of joint locks and stuff in karate because the uh, the instructor's wife um, was a, a jiu-jitsu no she was a oh. jiu-jitsu practitioner I'm having a hard time saying jiu-jitsu uh, <laughs> practitioner and so we worked on Jiu some... Jitsu. <laughs> I resemble that remark. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning new chokes. I'm learning some some joint locks. Um, there's a really fun one called the banana split where <laughs> that uh, sounds kinky. Oh, it's it's messed up. You can you can actually. So he grabs the guy's legs and sticks his foot knee deep right in his rectum. <laughs> Not far off. Pointed toes. <laughs> um, uh, actually, you have to you have to flex your toes a certain way to to finish a triangle choke. It's like the way you like when you put your foot knee deep in someone's asshole. No, that's the banana split. Ah. Uh, and it's not your foot's not in the asshole. You wrap around the leg and you stretch them out, and then you pull on the other leg and you open them up like a fucking wishbone. And nice. it like tears the groin if you don't Ooh. if you don't tap out, it'll rip your groin muscles. It's well, really insane. Open me up like a Thanksgiving turkey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Velcro coming undone. It's, it's fucking awful. Uh, but it's, it's been a lot of fun, and the Muay Thai is amazing, too. Um, every time I do it, I almost feel like I'm about to throw up. Nice. Uh, when I'm, by the time I'm finished, because, well, shit, the last class we did uh, for, I think it was 10, about 10, it only took about 5, 10 minutes, but we had to throw 300 kicks, I think, if I'm not mistaken. It was, um, yeah, yeah, it was 300 kicks. Because it was uh, sets of 25. It was 25 front leg round kicks, 25 back leg front kicks, 25 front leg front kicks, and then 25, pardon me, uh, back leg round kicks. No, and say then, that backwards three times fast. No. And yeah. then we had to do that three times in a row. 
like we we traded off with a partner somebody to hold the bag for you but it was awesome and that was that was after we'd already done a bunch of um like jumping rope like skipping and then doing squats and push-ups and crunches and and then you work the but you work combos on on pads and you you hold the pads for people and mm-hmm. you know you do the, the one two one two three and then like uh the, the lucky number seven and like all these really cool combinations and uh, then we went home and pissed blood <laughs> uh, no I, I i come home and i eat a fuck ton of food afterwards it's uh it, it makes me very hungry well yeah which a is good, good hearty workout will yeah and it's but it's cool it uh, it uh, it's a really good de-stressor um i was gonna ask what what does it what's the benefit of it for you personally um most honestly first and foremost is um the combination of being fun and just being because it is it's a ton of fun it's really good for your mind as well as for your body though because you got to think right Mm -hmm. quite quickly especially um like when we're when we're working combos in muay thai you got to be like okay this 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 in quick succession and with power right and you got to remember multiple combinations when when we're uh doing randori which is a type of sparring in jujitsu you're trying to choke someone while they're trying to choke you or or you know put them in a knee bar or an arm bar or some kind of wrist lock or something you know you, you're trying to submit the other person mm. while not being submitted and you, you're thinking on your feet it i equate a lot of it to um it's very similar for me anyway the mindset of um of doing music it's you know uh for uh for the jujitsu when you're rolling um it's a lot like uh, when you're sparring in any in any martial art it's a lot like improv in music you're making it up kind of on mm-hmm. the fly within a set structure. Yeah. Right. When you're running drills, it's a lot like practicing. You know, you're you're learning the steps. You're you're learning the moves. So you're learning you're learning your notes. You're learning the chord progression. You're mm-hmm. learning the mm-hmm. song structure. Right. And then you drill it over and over and over again, so that when you get on stage, it sounds awesome. Whereas with the martial arts, you drill it over and over and over again, so that when you get in the ring, you don't get fucked up. <laughs> now. That being said, the people that I train with were were all very conscious of not hurting each other, and that you know we're all here to learn. There is a competition team. I'm not on it. Um, I'm not good enough. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I don't, don't want to break any of those digits. Well, that's the other thing. I'm really afraid of hurting my hands, you know, or or anything really. Like, because if I can't, if I can't, you know, if I fuck up my legs or something, uh, I'm gonna put on a shitty stage show. If I fuck up my hands, I'm not gonna be able to play at all. So I gotta, I gotta be. I got to be careful, but I'm exerting all this energy, which works out a whole ton of stress. It for for that hour a day, I forget about everything that's eating at me, whether it's work related, whether it's you know what what bills have and haven't been paid. Mm-hmm. Which um, luckily the last little while hasn't been as much of a problem, but but still, you know, like it's it's There's still the it's everyday. always there. Yeah, yeah. You know, the everyday it's like, shit. It's like oh, okay, how much do I you know? How much do I owe on this? And have when was the last day? Am I I'm sorry? Okay. Am, I just kicked Ariel in the foot. Uh, She's way too at three hundred one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, just like all that and, and silly shit. Did you like for whatever reason fabricate mm-hmm. in in a weird sense? Like, um, we were having a conversation about this last night, dude. Yep. Just like feeling at times fraudulent about what about what you're doing. I have a real problem with that. I feel like sometimes I'm you know I don't. I don't deserve the shows I'm getting. Sometimes I feel like I don't deserve the students that I have. I feel like, 
despite the fact that I've been, you know, trying to work or trying to, that I have been working mm-hmm. diligently at music since I was 11 years old, that I, you know, sometimes I still feel like a fake. And it's this weird self-doubt shit that creeps in that I think most people deal with. Uh, I think it's, yep. it seems to be a little more, pre- at least from what I've witnessed, it seems to be a little more prevalent in people involved in the arts. Well, I think it's, you know, you get that, but, I think you get it with anybody, but, yeah. you know, you have somebody that's like a fucking astrophysicist they either know the math or they don't. Mm-hmm. You know, you either have mm-hmm. a, a level of, of functionality and like, okay, do this math. Okay, I can do that math. You know, where you have somebody that's, you know, those ex- those poor fucking experimental astrophysicists that have to sit down, you know, or the hypothetical, the theoretical. theoretical physics. Yeah. Those guys that have to sit down and figure it, you know. What's new math? Well, the other thing I think that's that a seems huge... Stressful. The other thing that factors in that I think is a huge uh, proponent to why people in the arts struggle so much with issues of mental illness is along with these concepts of feeling fraudulent in what you're doing or feeling like you don't deserve what you're getting or like you're never going to be sufficient. It pertains a great deal to the fact that a lot of our success and a lot of our ability is directly linked to ego and is directly linked Mm -hmm. to confidence. And it's difficult, especially in such a field because not only is our success based on our ego but our reward is also something that fuels ego yeah and that can sometimes have negative repercussions it can also have it can also have incredibly positive repercussions but the the it's it's a fine balance and it's a very difficult thing especially in like speaking to journalism and film criticism and all of that it's a very which Ariel's is a film critic for yes, those that for, didn't listen to the other two episodes. Yes. So to yeah. for those who do, yeah. for those who don't know, I am a freelance journalist and film critic specializing in media and film and all of that. And uh, I'm also on the board of directors and actually the oh, assistant. Yes. Well, yes, I guess I haven't talked about this pub- publicly yet. I've been on the board of directors for the so Canadian Association of Online Film Critics for a very long time. So we're yeah. going to drop the big news I'm, here on I'm now the I'm now the associate director. No way. Yeah. When did that happen? Recently. It's, it's still like the news is still kind of coming out, but I'm dealing with people as the associate director already. So it's kind nice. of, it's there. Uh, I'm also dude. thank you. I'm also in charge of member services, so I'm running right. all of their social media for uh, promoting member activity right. and members' benefits and interacting <coughs> with the uh, the press reps and everything that want to contact us for our members' information. Those who will allow it. So that's awesome. In this, thank you. In this sphere, as a journalist, it's also it's difficult to write because. I know one of the issues that I've come across a great deal is feeling not so much fraudulent in the creation of my work so much as I'm not creating anything of value. Specifically pertaining to writing about film. Because a lot of the things, a lot of the writing that you're able to produce, the writing that people will take, usually it's for free, number one, which is a pain in the ass. Um, And also, it's usually just very rote, by the numbers, film reviews where they don't right. necessarily want deeper insight. They're not necessarily looking for a think piece. It's just, is this movie worth yeah. my time and money or not? Right, so you feel like you don't really get to stretch your legs. <coughs> exactly. Okay. It's like, oh, what's the best way I can think to explain it? It's, you don't want to keep playing three-chord punk your whole life. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what it is. As fun okay. as, you know, as enjoyable as that can be for a time. Yeah, where sure. it's fun and you might be able to get gigs and you might be able to, and people might be able to look at you and go, dude, 
that's awesome. Like your music rocks. You, get, you look you at it and you go, movies and it's that, yeah. fucking hollow and I'm not right. doing anything and I'm not really getting anywhere from it personally or intellectually. I don't really feel stimulated by it and I don't feel like I'm stimulating anybody else. And right. that's, you know, I, I don't know that... I, I'm sure you can speak to this as a musician. Oh, yeah. But as a writer, you want to... Oh, wanna... yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Can he fucking ever speak to it as a musician? But as a writer, at the very least, you want to reach out into your audience and grab yeah. them and, 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 and stimulate them. You want yeah. to make them think. You want to make yeah. them feel. Yeah, well... You want to... In the butt. <laughs> Intellectually in the butt. In the intellectual butt. Yeah. yeah. But it's, you know, that's a big part of the problem i think with the with our collective industries and not a, not necessarily yeah. a problem just a reality that we have to live with sure i think maybe too with uh, now i don't really know because i don't i don't write critical analyses and i don't i don't write screenplays or or short stories or novels or anything like that but um i know at least for me i get a considerably more immediate yeah. response yes whereas you for you guys it takes quite a bit longer oh yeah like i just yeah. i just played today and i mean and i don't want to be like hey, me, me, me. oh no we were there we saw yeah. everybody was patting you on the back immediately coming up to you going that was awesome man are you gonna sing yeah. can you sing for us and wanted you to sing and like just well that's that's always it's one of those things that it's like there's been times over like the course of our friendship where i've kind of sat there and just been fucking mad <laughs> you know because it's it's that's the thing is you obviously you have to learn your instrument and you've fucking crazy learned your instrument Thank you. And a huge amount of work, but I sit there and I'm, you know, you're like playing Sublime or playing a song or noodling some Rush or whatever for somebody. Sublime today, motherfucker. Not today, but in general. In general. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just teasing. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> and, you know, I sit there and it's like, nobody wants to watch me rewrite a story. No. <laughs> it's just, you know, like, do they want, because, but it's an act, you know, you, people will get excited to hear an actor read someone else's story yes you know and people that are really you know hardcore into writing can understand and talk to you about it you know and we'll talk for hours about you know the minutiae of putting together little character bits but you know just be working on something and i just you know and then i get your email it's like dude i got a new riff i'm like it's great but they're hard (laughs) finding other other writers who do what you do who are eager to talk to you about what you do and what they do and yeah. share all of that is, is really hard to find. Without like finding serious, that, competent yeah. musicians to talk about what you do is sometimes difficult. Without having that in immediate feedback. Exactly. Yeah, That's does. the big difference. I'll, t- I'll tell you this. There's almost nobody that wants to sit down. Like that isn't a musician. There's like no one that wants to sit and talk theory with me. Nobody gives a fuck. Fair. So like. <laughs> That's fair. No, no, no. Not that. No, no let's That's say doable. That, yes. Yeah, I understand. No, that makes, like it's it's yeah. kind of the same. It's like I mean, it's sort it's of the comparable. same idea. Yeah, com- yeah, yeah, a comparable sort of idea. Yeah. The the only thing is like, when you guys are like working that next draft, I mean that's the the same idea. Is I'm, I'm working on that next, you know, that next rabbit hole I need to go down of, yeah. of how I can make something yeah strange out of all the stuff that I already know how to do, but make it accessible and not like really yeah. weird and it is like it is a catch-22 because the idea is you know whether you know with the the novel that we that i wrote for us and that kind of stuff it's with most writing of any co- no that's all they're gonna get okay with most writing all you you it's like the the iceberg pictures right mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. see this little piece and that and the just the situation is nobody gives a shit about the rest of what's below about the water. that a whole other part yeah that's which true. can get can get a little frustrating yes, but sure. but again 
it also lends a really interesting mystique yeah. to it, you know, because something if you sat down and just strummed out a simple a simple thing, not one of your ultra noodly uh, yeah, this, is, this is my skill level on display, thank <laughs> you. It's just you just strumming away. You can go look, this is Where's the beer fridge again? It's in, uh, if you go, we can, you can cut yeah, no, no, we're going to leave it in. Ah, Ariel needs a beer. I need a beer. Um, Sure. Where? So if you go into the nerd room and then, uh, in the, uh, the storage room that's just attached to the nerd room. So for anybody that, uh, if you're just tuning in for the first one, I have talked about the nerd room before, but I have a, I have a pretty cool nerd cave, which is, it's sort of weird. There's an odd juxtaposition in it. Um, in one section, video games. It's, it's <laughs> just video games galore, and like, all, like I have a, a shelf full of be- very bizarre collectibles. Like I have a, I have a talking super Grover, and it's I have badass. It is badass. Mind. Yeah. Um, I have a life size my pet monster that I've had since I was four years old. I've got like, I have a Jimmy Page action figure. <laughs> I have the Bith band from episode four, uh, the the Cantina band. Yep, that's uh, uh, friggin' in the modal nodes. That's um, the name of the band. Fuck. I had a piece of trivia, and I f- Rick Baker. Oh, that's he is. You see, worked on the costuming. He's actually it's either Rick Baker or Robotine, but I think it's Rick Baker is in one of those the the, oh, is he really? the penis head suits. <laughs> it's yeah, a, it's, they're 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 called Biths. Oh man, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm a jizz whaler kind of guy, so. <laughs> Max Rebo is always going to be my hero. Yeah. This doesn't feel that cold. Is that fridge normally? Sometimes it goes on the fritz. I think it might be on the fritz. Shit. Because these have been in there pretty much all day. Yeah, I put them in there this morning. This isn't mm-hmm. a twist off. No, it's no. not. You're going to need a church key. Um, church key? Uh, yeah, a, a bottle opener. Huh. It's a weird slang. Maybe it's just a, an, it's a northern Canadian slang. Oh, yeah, boy. Hey. My t- my lid popped right off. But yes, as I was saying, you have that, you know, as, as I was talking. Yeah, <laughs> uh, if you're playing something simple and it's just, you know, you can you can sit there and you have many times with a guitar and go, okay, Bob, push that string. And then you, you'll play. It's like you do with little kids, right? Yeah. Like you did it with Logan when he was little and stuff. Yeah. And you do it with your nephews. I do. So there is kind of a, there's an approachability to it where you can kind of sit and watch that person and go, okay. I see exactly how that's done. You know, that it's... There's obviously a huge thing. So, to... Yeah. You can it's, kind it's of see a little the tip more. of the iceberg. Yeah. But it would be the same way as watching you type and saying, I see how that's done. Yeah. So, it, it is kind of fun to maintain a bit of that mystique about it. Because then people ask you those silly... Same, I guess, with your riffs is that people ask you those silly questions. Well, how'd you think of that? I'm like, I fucking give, fucked your mother and she told me. And the rest. Okay, just... I don't know. <laughs> I've yet to answer that question to any of my students. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, with that with that particular response, I mean. Yeah. Like, just, just lean right in close when you do it, too. You know how I did it? I plowed your father in the throat. <laughs> no, sorry. Jesus. Here's my so message, gross. Janie. I wouldn't... Coming over to your house with a big knife. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to kill that's mommy so and daddy. Funny. No. It's George Carlin. Is it? Yeah, when he's talking about the... What special is that? This, uh, it's when he's the list of people that ought to be killed. It's like people that let their children record their answering machine messages. Oh. It's like, my name's baby. Here's my message, Janie. Coming over to your house with a big knife. <laughs> I'm going to kill mommy and daddy. I'm going <laughs> to peel off their skin and make a funny hat. <laughs> Jesus, he got so angry by the end. Who yeah. is this? George Carlin. Carlin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. I dig him. Yeah. But there is kind of, you know, because you... Yeah, where are we? You don't get into... <laughs> 
you'd have to be very foolish to to decide you want to be a writer of any sorts because you want you know that accolade during the process yeah well i mean um, you're delusional yeah. well, if you're like if you're so I, mad that why doesn't anyone care that because no one gives a shit until the pages are done well man. it was very funny because just recently a a relative of mine shared on facebook a link to some guy's website Get rich writing. Get rich writing fast. Learn how to make millions from your novel and write it today. And I'm looking at it and she's like, and the, the post said something to the effect of, you know, just for you to keep in mind. And I'm like, this guy's a fucking scam artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to take everybody's money and yeah. he's going to make his millions because you're an idiot. Yeah. So just if you speaking do not get rich sp- off of writing, Stephen King is a rarity. Speaking of scammy things. Mm-hmm. If you see something that's free on the internet, <laughs> but they ask you to put in your credit card number, it's not one? free, stupid. Have you heard Stop this doing it. Have you ever heard this rant before? Once or twice, maybe? Uh, maybe. 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 Yeah, a little times. bit. Stop couple fucking times. doing it. You're an idiot. And when you call into the banks and credit card companies for help, you're that person. So stop it. <laughs> you went to the fucking grocery store and they said free sample. And you're like, oh, okay, I will eat this little cup of something. And they said, we need your credit card first. You told them to go fucking suck it. Same thing applies. Thank you. You don't know what there's... You, that could be fucking bull cum that comes in that little... Oh, it's face cream. It's making you look younger. Kill yourself! Well, don't, Whoa, but... What's wrong with you? heavy. Easy. I hate them. I know that's, you do, I, I, but... I get it, but... But easy, easy does it on the suicide talk. Because that's what you just suggested. Injury... Well, I didn't suggest it. I demanded it. <laughs> Cause yourself grievous injury. Is it better? So, talking about the instant gratification of writing and yes. how that doesn't exist... Well, just I, as case exi- mm, just as a case of, the as an example, the gratification of it can exist when you're rocking a scene, but it's the, the no, but not in the way that other people. Well, exactly, that's what the I mean. Ex- the exterior, yeah, yes, the yeah. external, but that that is instant gratification, implying yeah. that it is gratification that comes immediately, whether an internal or an external source. In this yeah. case, in an external source, you as a musician, you play a show, you see an immediate reaction, right? Yeah, but that's sorry, just I and I'll let you get back to this real quick. Yeah. I just want to interject. It's not an instant gratification. No, no, no. Okay. But uh, but cool. uh, but some yeah. kind of a response, whether it's, it's, it's people. It's a reward for here's yes. a song that I've taken either a shit ton of time learning how to play, if it's a really hard tune, or a shit ton of time writing, yeah. or like, um, and in most of our cases, uh, for the musicians, especially if we continue to play harder and harder things, here's something I've been working my, basically my entire life to be able to show you. Oh yeah. yeah. So, but it's also Just, yeah. It's, but it's, sorry, no. Hang on. In hang terms on, of yeah. in terms of the actual the the performance of it, yes. right? So the same thing as getting a piece published. Mm-hmm. So because we spend days, weeks, months, sometimes years writing a piece yeah. before it comes to fruition. Yeah. I am going to be one of many writers involved in a book that's going to be coming out in around December, around Christmas, on Christmas horror movies that I've been working on for now over a year and a half. Yeah. So that come. That comes out, you know, after a long time of yeah, working on it. Yeah, you yeah, don't sure. necessarily get all of that hard work doesn't come to fruition even the day that the book is released. Yeah, it, sure. it, it takes time after mm-hmm. it comes out for that to hit stands, for people yeah. to buy it, for people to read it, for people to care about, in this case, your particular section, yep. and for, be- for people to respond to that specifically. So there's a very long road when it comes to something like literature. I think it's also yeah. because the, the art itself is is consumed differently you know writing by and large unless you're collaborating or like you're in a a writer's room for a tv show so i guess like strictly like novels you know reviews critique that kind of stuff you're creating it in as a solitary action 
to be consumed as a solitary action. Right. Because other than you read books to kids, you yeah. very rarely read with a group of people. You know, you may yeah. read and then get together and talk about it afterwards, but it's yep. rarely like, hey, man, you want to come over and play video games? Dude, let's read some fucking Ulysses. <laughs> like, I'm so sure that no happens. no one ever, no, yeah, not like, Ulysses. You've seen boobs, but... Like, maybe you have seen boobs. I don't know. Maybe they read them topless and they're fat dudes. Who knows? But, <laughs> moves. This is but it's it's that kind of... <laughs> moves. Oh just that difference in, in just the art itself. You know, like music you can consume alone, but it really has its most potent effect when it's consumed as a as a team. For sure. Yeah. Um, with the... With the uh... The long time of something coming to fruition, like with a, a book or something like that, it's a mm. lot like putting out a record. Yeah, there's the long time yeah. of doing rehearsals, yeah. of getting all the music together, getting everything orchestrated, doing the actual recordings, cutting them together, doing the final edits, etc., etc., etc. It's the a mixing, process. Mastering the packaging, yeah. the art design, which uh, Broken Harmony's record is. Um, I don't want to jinx timelines, but yeah, Sorry. knock on wood. But oh, holy fuck, I'm pretty sure by the fall, I'm pretty sure. Yes, thank you. But, like, that's been it. The circular A round of applause. Oh, I get it. Ah, it's, it's too bad we didn't have video of that. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, but, like, that's been, that's been, like, over a year. Yeah. In, in uh, coming to fruition. And, um, I'm, fruition, sorry. I said fruition. <laughs> fruition but, sounds like a, like a porno for, like, Harry Bushes. Right. Furwishing Volume Three. Or like somebody She'll that's grant really into your greatest furwishing. Oh my God! It's so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Or somebody that's really into the bear scene. Yeah. Furries. No oh, bears. furries. Yeah, furries too. I get it. Bears, the big hairy baby. I know. I was saying yeah, as but, well. But furries. furries is that's like the, if, the mascot. If, if a bear fetish. decides to be a furry, which fetish takes point? Bears aren't a fetish, though, unless you're the person having sex with the bear. Bear is a type of person. Well, yeah, but if you're into bears, then you're into, like, the big hairy days. Then it's a... But, yeah, if you're into bears, then it's a fetish. If you are a bear, it's not a fetish. Can it's you, you are. furry right. as a bear? You don't. Furry is not a verb. Can you furry? Furry yeah, is a could, noun. But could you decide as to... To be a... If you could be a bear... Animal, instead of, like, a fox <laughs> with, like, you know, an umbrella, yeah. you're a big, hairy dude. I don't know, because that's not an animal. Furries dress up as animals and imagine themselves to be those animals. So if a dude dressed up as, like... Or a lady. Or a lady. If somebody dressed up as a bear, then yes, that would be a furry Or a big, squishy, furry, big gay dude. No, because they're not an animal. (laughs) Well, yeah, they kind of are. We're all animals. not Not in that sense. Seems like, like you're putting a lot of barriers on the furry subculture here. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Barriers? Anyways, before we get too far yeah. down the rabbit hole of the complex nature of sexual kinks and, you know, the homosexual community, let's well, continue. <laughs> I don't know why you need to separate the two. They aren't necessarily, but they're not necessarily linked either. Well, no, I know. I'm just... All right. Ah, there we go. So long as everybody's getting wood. That, yeah. You mean like you got the other day? I did. Well, it's a slightly, <laughs> it's a slightly different kind, though. That mine was for the the Put burning. it right in <laughs> your hand. It did. And it was wet from the night before. <laughs> it, was le- it was left outside in the rain. Yep. Um, it's just good. exposed to the elements. The wood yeah. was exposed. Yeah. I think I think I really need to put. It's the, a bit of a soft wood too. 
Some of them were softwood, some of well, them hardwood. It had a comes and of, goes. He had a couple of OVs. <laughs> Depends so. on the color. Ugh. Disease? No. <laughs> comes or goes. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Um, Semen. <laughs> Sometimes. Usually um, just when they're in port. Yeah. <laughs> Get a book of dad jokes here. Yeah. yeah. They're saying things <laughs> about... Ha! <laughs> Penis. Okay. They can't see you flipping through your imaginary book Ejaculate. Box. I can imagine that they can. Okay. Semen. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying, saying words. We've, we've I have a very specific schmag. type of Tourette's, guys. I'm okay. sorry. I was going to say we magma. No, that's hideous. She's <laughs> like substance around oh, oh, the penis. Oh, oh, oh. I love that's the medical definition for gross cheese, shit on your cock is a cheese like substance <laughs> that has been checked. It's not actually cheese. Oh, yeah, you don't want to put that on a rice cracker. It's not curds. <laughs> it's not curds, it's the whey part. Oh. Want to. It's vegetarian. As in throw it up. Get it? Oh, Dude. Really? <laughs> you're the youngest person in the room and you're old man joking at like a crazy level. I know. I'm dedicated. I love oh, dad jokes. Holy smokes. It's good stuff. Um, so, uh, <laughs> with all of that, yeah, uh, the martial arts really helped me distress. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ariel, what do you do? What do you do in your In my time? spare time? Do you have any hobbies? <laughs> what do I do that's not writing or... Well, we do the podcast, which, you know, mm-hmm. I don't... It was never really a thing to do to get us away from everything else. In a, in a weird way, it was almost a thing to do to encourage everything else it was a way to give us intellectual stimulation mm-hmm. at least f- and i know for me especially because i was so frustrated with the just rote reviews it was a good way for me to get my own creative juices flowing right where they felt fairly stagnant because that was a, a problem that i ran into that I, I i'm still dealing with is kind of i wouldn't even classify it as writer's block so much as it's just you don't necessarily have the opportunity to write what you're it's after. It's not an opportunity thing. It's it's okay. a it's it's a mental barrier. This is one of the things that pertains a great deal to a lot of people that work in the arts is issues with mental illness. Right. And I struggle with depression. I struggle with anxiety. And a lot of the time, it gets in the way of productivity. Yeah. Right. Which many people know about, specifically in this room. But mm. it, um, yeah. So I find sometimes that I'll talk myself out of sitting down and just writing a lot of the time I'll talk myself mm-hmm. out of just sitting down and writing because I don't feel like I have anything to write so instead of just writing anything which is the advice I give to everybody else write one thing every single day doesn't matter if it sucks doesn't matter if it's useful put, put pen down. to paper get the words down free writing man it's a great exercise oh yeah I, I, and I used to do it a lot I used to I started writing in poetry that was the way I yeah, we, got my start. We actually we talked about that on we the did. very first time you guys were on the show. And I've been starting to get a little bit more into that. I've started Good. doing a little bit more essays and like like personal essays and stuff like that. And I'm branching a, a little bit away from media journalism. But I, you know, the podcast was a really good way to kind of stir the pot right. and try and get the juices flowing again. Change it up. Uh, yeah, and I do every now and then. I paint a little bit from time to time, just kind of. For kicks, I find it quiets my brain a little bit, which is really yeah. nice. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> what hobbies do I have, honey? Well, you've been cycling a bit. I yeah, I haven't started cycling yet this season. Well, yeah. I need the to take my bike in, but yeah. so. but I I do I forego public transit wherever possible in the summer, and I just yeah. cycle. I actually just got a new bike. Oh, fun! Oh yeah, yeah you mentioned you yeah. and Amber both got a bike, right? Or uh, she had Am- a bike. Amber. Amber got a bike, that, uh, a Frankenstein bike. 
A Frankenbike. A Frankenbike that uh, actually her stepdad, Gil, took two bikes and put them together for oh. And I haven't had a new bicycle since I was eight years old. Huh. So I was like, fuck it. Last year, last year was pretty lucrative. Yeah. Let's spend a little bit of dough to, you know. Get a bike. Yeah, same, same sort of thing. Like, you know, it's, as I'm sure you know, like riding is, oh, man, it feels good. It can, yeah. It can it, feel it can. really nice. Yeah, I mean, if it's like. It's hot as balls outside. It well, can that's be rough, but yeah, that's on the days when it's like forty-two degrees with the humidex and it's like ninety percent humidity. It, do not cycle, depending on how far you're going. If you're going yeah. like five minutes away, fine, that's totally cool. If you're doing like an eight-kilometer cycle, just don't do it. Take yeah. public transit. <laughs> just yeah. Say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially for you in the city when you're like hitting all those traffic lights and shit. Yeah. AK, eight-kilometer city travel especially like big city travel mm -hmm. is a way longer mm -hmm. commute than say 8k in this area just oh, in yeah. case anybody's like more rural and they're like 8k is fucking nothing huge difference when you're dealing with city traffic oh yeah, yeah big huge time. and especially yes yeah fucking air quality and everything's disgusting oh yeah, yeah. That too yeah i read a report that then that the ttc is is trying to fight mm -hmm. it but they did an air quality report that the air, oh, yeah, the average the air quality in the stations is the same as a bad day in Beijing. Yep. Yeah. That's what we're getting down. Now, the TTC is screaming that, no, no, it's not true. And it's so fucking true, dude. The air is disgusting down there. They do not vent those stations at all. You know, they literally just, like just let, they just let air come in. Like, if you're at one of the outdoor <laughs> stations... Mm. It's oh, not so bad, except it's bitch cold in the in the winter. Right. Yeah. But if you're not, but you're their outside. ventilation just mm -hmm. relies on the wind whipping down the tunnel. It's just there the subway is. dragging shitty air from one station to the next. Fair. Yeah, that's true. So, segue. Segue. Yeah. Moving back. But yeah, yeah. I, uh, I like to walk a lot. I find stuff like that's really good. I'm trying to get back into doing yoga because I find it really quiets my brain. And that's really good. I find... I th I sense a trend, physical activity being a really good way to get away from things. Yeah. And yeah. it's because that's when when your brain is your main commodity or in your case, your brain in your hands, yeah. you it's really, really important to know how to take care of it. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, I my nothing else about my body is is a, is a commodity to my profession. My brain is keeping it finely tuned is so important. So that's why. The podcast is really good because even if I'm not writing, I'm still producing content. I still have to think about it. I still have to, yeah. you know, flex those muscles. Yeah. And considerably more on your own terms, too, than if you're yes. writing for someone else. Mm. Uh, yeah. They, you can kind of get boxed in, I, I have a feeling. You can. It, to it an extent. To an extent. It's, it's a strange mm. time right now for writing, especially in just specifically in media. Right. It's if you have, and we talked a bit about this actually on the latest show on Mr. Smith Goes to Washington about it, it's kind of a bit of a wild west right now in terms because print is struggling so hard yeah. and it's so difficult to get paid for creating online content and it's highly competitive and there aren't many job spots and money just isn't there. You basically, it basically comes down to a choice. You can either kowtow and try and and make scrape together a few dollars for whoever's willing you know with pieces for whoever's yeah. willing to pay for it mm -hmm. or Writing you can bait and dribble and, yeah, yeah anything that'll make a quick buck or you can set your own terms <coughs> and 
write whatever content it is you want do it for free and put it on your own platform yeah. or, or 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 a trusted platform that you know that's willing to put up basically yeah. anything you're willing to write yeah and then you can dictate the terms of not only your own art but you can try and actually set a new standard yeah. you know say the things that certain publications won't let you say yeah be be active be engaging and engage get people engaged yeah uh so that seems to kind of be the way i'm going right now the way i'm going to go once i finally start putting pen to paper again it's it's so strange it's like there's this it's like you get to this place where there's this block just kind it's almost like having uh what's it called the boot on your car it's called a boot yeah yeah. Well, yeah, no, I remember. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, who is the boot? It's it's kind What's of the name <laughs> of that boot thing on your car. A boot. A boot. What's that all about, though? Hey, <laughs> oh, dude, I'm take this is the I took her dad joke. Book. No, anyway. I need it, precious. Uh, I'm off harder than a shrine. Oh, you mentioned. know what I just realized? He didn't mm. do his Christopher Walken. No, he didn't. I'll, Shit. I'll get him to do Whoa. it. Oh, I'm gonna. He's get gonna him. phone. He's gonna be on. Oh, he's gonna be on the show, so we'll just. I'll get him to do it there. Like a line anyone will do. But about the boot. <laughs> Not trying to do it, Christopher. I don't know what that was. Um, <laughs> Focus on Christopher Walken, everybody. Yo, I'm Christopher Walken. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Have you heard me talk like this? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it kind of feels like having a boot on your car, right. but your car is your brain, and you can't quite... It has the ability to drive. It has the function, mm. but you can't quite, but you, you can't move. You just yeah. can't get anywhere. I get that. So that's the trick. I have to find a way to take the boot off my brain. Yeah. I, uh, I, had, a, I had a bit of a boot situation not too long ago. Actually, we, we talked about this last night. Mm -hmm. um, I had a, had a heavy moment. Nobody was home. It was just me. Uh, I mean, and the cat's upstairs, but he wasn't really, being fucking helpful. No, he's, he doesn't really do a lot in the, those situations, but like, it was weird. It was weird. I haven't had like just a, for no reason, spontaneous, just fucking breakdown cry moment. Oh yeah. But every once in a while, you know, you just, you feeling like a bag of shit and like anything you're doing sucks. And that every, like, you know, that you don't like, again, that whole thing where I was talking, what I brought up earlier, feeling very fraudulent and undeserving and, and all this kind of stuff, and just, just fucking for absolutely no reason, total first world problem, whiny nonsense, hating on my life, just fucking had a good old fashioned cry, and um, and then you know feeling feeling a bit better, but then it's and it's funny too, like with when we were talking about getting on stage um i think that's a big part of the reason why i keep going back to it mm -hmm. is because i get that yay clap clap oh yeah. good job well done yeah. i'm like okay okay that'll sustain me for a couple of <laughs> days <my> fix. <laughs> you know like like i mean right now like today i'm feeling good because mm -hmm. we went and played and i got that i got that pat on the back where it's like yeah you're worth something mm -hmm. you're worth a modicum of attention yeah way to go that'll probably last till monday and then i'll start feeling like shit again which is why, thank God, I have a show on Friday. Because <laughs> yeah. I need, I need them. I need them. I know that sounds weird. He's scratching his neck when I, he says I that, know. folks. No, I mean it makes I sense. I jumps for it. I really mm -hmm. do. And it's, and it's weird. It's not like you know, 
I didn't have a particularly brutal upbringing or anything. You know, it's just you know. Well, we'll have those times where there'll be days where it's like, "Fuck, we have to get an episode done," and then like mm-hmm. literally the next week it'll be like, "I'm so fucking stoked we have an episode to do," because yeah. you just kind of need like it's. It's the repetition yeah, of it that makes it easy. Yeah, you're locked in. You know what you're easy. really excited about what you're going to do. And mm-hmm. you're just like, I'm so fucking jazzed to do this episode. You know? That's yeah. another reason why I check and I we, we get into discussions about this. Hell, because sometimes we get into little arguments about it. I check the numbers all the time. Oh, I'm yeah? constantly and I'm, I'm, I'm on the social media and I'm trying to promote the episode of the week or past episodes and trying to get our numbers up. We just passed 4,000 listens, which is a yeah, huge landmark for us. And we just had passed our 40th episode. This one on Mr. Smith was episode 40, 41. But I, I get that gratification. I know that the work that I and we are doing is sufficient right. when the numbers jump. Right. When, when I can physically see you know the proof is in the pudding so to speak yep and that is the pudding and when i can see it it's like cool okay people are liking it when the numbers climb like there is it is so satisfying when i i put the episode up at midnight on thursday thursday to friday midnight and then i wake up in the morning and there's 15 listens at seven o'clock in the morning it's been up for like six or seven hours overnight and it's like cool this many people have already listened to it and i've done literally nothing to promote it Right. That makes me happy. And it immediately goes, okay, awesome. People are getting their fix. There's a certain amount of people who are subscribed and they're automatically getting their downloads mm-hmm. and yada, yada, yada. But that's kind of like playing the show for you. It's that yeah. immediate, you, you get that tactile immediate response. Yeah. And then the rest Very of the week so. is really hard for me because I'm like, oh, the numbers aren't going as fast. Yeah. Well, it's because you get that immediate dopamine yeah. rush. Yeah. And it's, you know what? It's funny. Um, I, ne- I, I honestly have no idea what my numbers are for this show. I never check. I don't think I've ever... Well, I did for like the first like two episodes. Fair. Two, well, two or three. <clears throat> but I haven't since, and it's it's not that I, it's not that I don't care about the show because I do. I, I keep wanna, I keep wanting to improve the way I do it, and you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. have interesting conversations, and keep coming up with cool shit that'll hopefully entertain people. But I genuinely have no idea what my, what my demographic is, or like who's listening where, or any of that. I. I don't fucking know. I put it up and it's up. And that's it. And that's it. Well, you so whoever you are, people, you're a mystery. Yeah. So you mostly do it for yourself. Yeah, it, re- it really is. And like, I mean, I thoroughly enjoy it. And I hope, well, I know for a fact that um, friends of mine, um, Caitlin O'Connor and Misha Brown, um, just from doing the show, they, they've they gotten a couple gigs. Oh, seriously? Yeah, their, their, sh- their band is called uh, Blue Hazel. Oh yeah, and I remember I actually, that episode. Yeah, and I play with them a handful. Like every once in a while, I play with them, and um, <clears throat> pardon me, and they're awesome. They're super cool people. I love hanging out with them, and I, they're they're really good musicians. So I like playing with them a lot, and um, yeah. And Caitlin told me uh, a little while ago. She's like, dude, we got shows from from being on the podcast. It was like that's awesome. I was like, fucking a. Right on. So, like, in that regard, that made me actually feel really good. And I was kind of tempted to, to check the listens, but I still haven't done it. Oh, no, that's... Uh, I was like, oh, cool, I'll check that out when I get... I'll see who's listening when I get home. And I fucking didn't. Well, that's really... <laughs> I that's, got that's really good if you can help kind of... Uh, helping to promote other people. Yeah. Well, that's, that's that's awesome. As much as I can, like, I mean, my I don't think my name really bears any weight. I, it'd be sweet if it did. Hmm. I mean, like... Well, but. I think it also speaks to your influence in the musical community, specifically in Peterborough, especially, 
is that although I, I'd suspect that the podcast reaches well beyond Peterborough, I would hope but, so. Uh, well, I don't likely. Know. It's Audible. on an international platform, yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Sterling. But it, you know, knowing what kind of promotion you do for the show, yeah. that, you know, people are going to know who you are. They're going to listen to your show knowing who you are. Likely, they, you know, they heard them sing and went, oh, cool, this is another thing. So your influence yeah. on the industry helps with the inf- with influencing others through who's on the show right so that's yeah i i so so far a little bit yeah you want to be a star awesome. get on 646 yeah. <laughs> i'll make you a star send a self-addressed stamped envelope too yeah 646 is, studios don't forget your toenail clippings yeah oh, <laughs> that's that's an old uh through joke from from a frame apart yeah i've moved on to a lot more vulgar things so yeah, yeah i know you have gentlemen now speaking so. of which then uh i like is that so that's basically for the most part what you the more stuff that you do yeah i mean i do a lot of random shit but nothing that i could potentially think about and go and list off i do this i do that well i'd like to cook i love to cook there you go yeah fuck yeah i like to mostly cook not so much bake i do bake but yeah i'll frequently try out new recipes and more in the savory realm yes frequently trying things out and i i you i've worked as a bartender in the past so i really like playing around with like cocktails and mm-hmm. m- properly mixing drinks and whatnot and mixology yes and knowing that the history of the martini lies in the martinez i don't want to go any more into it because i can't remember all of the details okay <laughs> I, do know some, I do know stuff and There's i have no books more. and let me give you the tip of the iceberg here's this here's how you know it yeah. It's a game we play yeah, called sorry. Just the Tip. Just the Tip. But yeah, I, should, I need to write a jingle for that. <laughs> Just the Tip. Have it like with Just really the bad. Tip, it's in there quick. <laughs> <laughs> with like really bad radio harmonies yeah. and shit. Dingo and the baby. Yeah. We just watched that episode the other day. did, yeah. I haven't seen it in a while. I just jumped in there. It's a great episode. Just popped, popped right in, in there. Yeah. What? what? What just, just popped, popped in, in there? there? I tried to think. Look, I could, I'll stop. Yep. So, uh, Bob, what's the more stuff that uh, that you get up to that helps to... Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about you yet. No. He does nothing. End of episode. Oh, shit. Cold I collect blood. spores, molds, and fungus. <laughs> Do you read? Print is dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's sitting on that joke. Yeah. Um, it's, I think... It's hard when you have, you know, to, when you're working, a, a, you know, the eight hours, you have, you know, I, between my commute and my job, I'm out of the house for 10 hours a day. And you're so nuked. And I know that's nothing new. You know, anyone that does arts is listening to the show going, pussy. Yes, and. Yeah. So, <laughs> the two of know, us. Yeah. No, sorry. I'm when you're continue. When you're an hour each way and it just it sucks ass. Yeah. You know, so it's finding that something that's as motivating as doing nothing right because you know you already have to like i gotta work and i get home from the full day i've got to now entertain myself and and you know quieting the mind like you talked about and you talked about you know finding that thing that's just completely separate it's tough i guess because everything becomes work right you know like like for me (laughs) no shit you know for me even (coughs) if i'm out walking you know, or if we're away somewhere, my my mind is always cranking over yeah. information and scenarios. So 
It races you know. from the damp. My mind races from the damp. <laughs> was, I'm sorry. It was there. Yeah, I had it was to. Amazing. Don't okay. be sorry. Okay, I'm not sorry. Uh, sorry, so, not sorry. So sorry, that's sorry. always kind of tough because, you know, I'll have a day where it's, I had a really good day. I didn't get any work done, but I think I put in about six hours worth of just your brain turning shit over. Yeah. So it's trying to find hobbies or whatever <laughs> that that aren't work is yep. very difficult. Like, I, I love to read. Yeah. Like, I'm a pretty maniacal reader. So I like I like to put away, depending on the month and depending on the book, I try to put any from two to four books away each month. Yeah. So sometimes Age of Innocence takes a hell of a lot longer. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. The book is a beast. Yeah, that one, that but, one takes a long time. You know, but again, that's still work. Yeah. You know, but it's the really fun side of it. Sure. Um, I like, I think probably my best... My time when I'm not anxious or worried about work that helps is when I juggle. Yeah. Because it's a fi- it's one of those rare physical activities that I do. Yeah. I'm not the most physical guy. Like, I love to get out and walk and, we'll, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I'm not, you know, I don't do the martial arts or anything like the physical expression, right? Sure. But when I can juggle, I'm like, that's a thing I can do. Yeah. You know, so you and can... you do it well, too. Yeah. For, for a very... For a very low-level... Of technicality. Well, for someone that's not a professional. Yeah. So you're that. Pretty good amateur yeah, juggler. Yeah. That I enjoy. And it's also, I think the biggest thing is because it's so easy to, even when you're doing lots of stuff, you know, you, we do the show, which is mm-hmm. great. There's a trade because it's like, okay, that show takes two hours to record. That means I have to cut for four hours. Well, we're doing two movies that week. That's four hours worth of movie watching. So you trade stuff away to do that. Sure. But I think what it's also about finding is continually finding new stuff to do, yeah. whether it's like a full-time hobby or not. You know, it's like I, I sucked at drawing, so uh, you know I don't. I haven't had the time lately, but I bought it was a, about a year and a yeah, half ago. Two about years a year ago. ago. So like I bought a, a how-to book and a sketch pad, and I you sketch for a while. <clears> it's just. Yep. You know, finding new, constantly new things. Yeah. I think is really, because then you're, you you never get soured on anything. You know, I'm not yeah. saying like don't apply <coughs> yourself and really develop a skill. Sure. You know, but I find that helps. Yeah. You know, quiet the mind. Yeah. Because that's the, the biggest part. But it's, I can, you know, watch Dawn of the Dead as work. Or I can watch Dawn of the Dead and just meditate in the wind with it, right? That right. can just quiet my brain. Yeah. So that's, you know, yeah, we all watching, have those. Yeah, watching movies is our job. But, but it's, it's not always our it's job. It's still probably my favorite thing to do. Same. Yeah. yeah. So you're other also, than writing. You're quite a collector, too. Yeah. That's, I guess that's, that is funny because as much as I love watching movies, ha- almost half the joy for me is going out and hunting it down my own terms. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I'm a VHS collector, so that's sounded strange because I feel like I'm saying it to you guys, but I'm saying it to the microphone. Yeah. Yeah. So in case you guys didn't know, I the collect person the VHS. who lives with him and the person who's known him for 15 years, yeah, who's helped me collect many of those tapes. Yeah. So that for me is I I get to kind of enjoy all sides mm-hmm. of the media. So there'll be days when it's just like I I gotta go down to the DMV and just flip through some some tapes yeah, yeah man i get you know, it gotta go flip gotta go find a ghostbuster comic book like i just gotta whereas for me now out. more than ever that process stresses me out 
Which, like, which process? Hunting for Ghostbusters comic books? Not specifically Ghostbusters comic books, but going to... Like, I enjoy wandering the bookstores. I enjoy wandering the movie stores. I used to really enjoy wandering HMV, but now it's almost like there's just so much that it kind of becomes a little overwhelming for me. Okay. I just, I, I kind of can't pick a spot to focus on. Like a ballerina doing her turns, you have to pick your focal point. Sure. I kind of can't focus as much. But for you, it quiets your mind. It's the most calming thing. I also have a very anal routine. And I think it's something that helps. Like, as you talked about the having that, you know, the precision of, uh, and the repetitive nature of the martial arts. You know, it's like, I'm doing this now. I'm drilling. Now I'm sparring. Yeah. You know, so well, it's... It's the, the repetitive nature in, in laser focus is definitely... Well, the laser focus is all the way through it if you want to be any good at it and yeah. not get thumped. Uh, but uh, the repetitive nature is is definitely in the drilling uh, where it needs to just become muscle memory and just yeah. flow. Like what I was talking about with the, the practice and drilling of music to when you're on stage and just letting it flow out. Yeah. That's when you're sparring. Right, so because that's because that you're you're acting and reacting. You're putting yeah, it right? into practice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like the reason I brought that up is like when I, you know, when we go to the BMV or the bookstores, I have I attack it almost the same way every time. Yeah, yeah. there's you a know, routine. I have a very comfortable thing that I can do. So I'm in there and it's work and it sucks because going out in Toronto sucks sometimes <laughs> and yeah, sometimes. most times, you know. But you just kind of have this familiarity with it, and it's just, it's just. It's finding something that, you know, I guess it's tough because you're trying to find something that gives you as much joy as your work. Right. But you can't do the work all the time, whether yeah. just your the time allotted, you know, crushing anxiety, all that other, the business. So, and you just, you can't do it all day. You yeah. know, like I've been getting uh, these one pagers done for, uh, for an agent pitch and I'll do like seven, eight hours. Yep. You know. And get a lot done and feel really good because I know I pushed it right to the wall. But knowing that, like, if I go for another hour, like, I came home the other day. My, like, I came home from the first time I'd done, like, a full eight. And I was, like, walking the door and I'm, like, yeah, I'm fucking And then you just. sat down. So, how I banged my funny bone. Oh, no. <laughs> There's very little muscle in these bobs. <laughs> full so, of vitamin R. Yeah. <laughs> my bones are brittle. You know, but the second time Walk? I came home from it, and it was just my brain was cooked. She comes in the house, she's like, "You all right?" I'm like, "Huh? <laughs> I think I had peed myself." Yeah. Like I'm just <laughs> laying you in may a pile need to of wipe my, my own bum. regret. Like, it was just, you know, and it's like I just want to play a video game. Yeah, fuck you yeah, know? man. Just wanna, I really want to watch Dawn of the Dead. You know, well, like yeah, and it's like just that kind of stuff for us, I guess is. I don't know. I, I I wish I had that that out of the house hobby. Yeah. You know, but it's yeah. When you, I guess it's it's, it's striking that balance. Yeah. You know, you you've got to find sure. that the time and because everything takes so much fucking longer in the in the city. Yeah. You know, to get done and I got I gotta say, man, I fucking I love living like just outside Toronto because like if I need to go there, I can and I can get yeah. shit done, but I don't have to. I don't have to wake up there. And I really like, like, I mean, unless I'm crashing with you guys. Yeah. But mm. I mean, if I don't want to wake up in Toronto, I don't have to. And I, enjoy, yes. I do enjoy that. I do enjoy that. Um, I mean, props to everybody that can fucking slug it Fights out there. Cause I can't. You know what? 1.5 million people that live in Toronto. Or something More like than that. that. 
But it's not it's over, over two. two. It's over two million, I think, if you combine everything. Two point five? Like in the in the GTA the whole yeah. GTA you mean? Oh, I'm talking about like Toronto. Oh, Corp. like Toronto proper. Yeah, Toronto proper. Not oh, the GTA. Yeah, the GTA goes all the way to fucking Mississauga and like yeah. Mississauga. Mississauga. Big make work project. For Mississauga. Mississauga. <laughs> what the hell is that guy's name? I don't know. Buddy was his name in the other fellas. Yeah. What <laughs> Buddy was his name in the I, other films. I know. It just sounds like such a bullshit answer to a question. <laughs> sounds like what's a that guy's at? name? Buddy, what's his name? No, ho, seriously, ho, ho. was it? That is his name. Toronto is the center of the greater Toronto area, the GTA, the most populous metropolitan area in Canada and anchors the Golden Horseshoe, a heavily urbanized region that is home to 9.2 million people live in the GTA. And that's all of the GTA. So the yeah. GTA includes, again, 26%. like Scarborough, Scarborough, Etobicoke, Pickering, yeah. Mississauga, you know, like a lot of townships, Richmond yeah. Hill, Thornhill, York, East York, yeah. all of that. Now, technically, we live in East York. So the city itself has a population of 2,731,571. Cool. Okay. So we were yeah. close. Two point, almost two, we are over 2.5. We the fourth 2. most populous city in North America after Mexico City, New York, and L.A. Sweet. There you go. That's fun. Number four. And they all suck. <laughs> Have you been to any of the other ones? No, I mean the two million people in the city. Oh, I see. That's yeah. not true. Not we know many of those two million people, and they don't suck. Many, we know. Like I was a, gonna say, you, you, we know you, a probably fucking a fraction. decimal point. We know like we know like five hundred thousand of them. Don't worry, we're fine. We know like five people. That's not true. You know, like, you know like five people. I know many more than five people. Oh shit. But then, but anyways. But yeah, you know what's you know what's kind of funny is like I'm not lately. I'm not even. I'm not finding new hobbies. I'm kind of getting back to old ones. And there's nothing Which, necessarily wrong with no, that. No, it's uh, I'm I'm having a good time. Actually, uh, something that uh, I talked to you guys about, and actually I I talked to Caitlin about it when they were on the show, when Blue Hazel was on the show. She's putting on Evil Dead the musical, and mm -hmm. I'm I'm gearing up to audition for that. And I haven't I haven't done stage acting in. When was it, Dawson? Uh, yeah. When was your last performance on stage? Why? Okay, man. All right. Huh? Dick. Uh, I was. Uh, I'm I missing played, something. Well, here. I played a whole bunch of characters, but I also did. Um, I did Orin Scrivello. It was the little shop of horrors. Shop of horrors. He was the yeah. dentist, and they gave me, um, you know, the gas mask contraption that he has. Um, sure. Yeah. And it, like actually. Or? Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, he ends up uh, ODing on nitrous, and he can't. Well, so he suffocates essentially. Right. Yeah. Um. And they put this old, like, fucking World War II gas mask on me. Oh, that's this, why the thing. And they put this, like, shitty little lapel mic up in it. <laughs> well, that was an old time it, radio. Oh, God. No, and I had to sing. Shit. And he's giving it hell. I had to sing with this on. And I'm, I'm trying to sing a show tune with this fucking gas mask on. It sounded like garbage. That's a And shame. so Bob really likes to uh, bust my balls about that. That's actually something. If I had to something... play Patrick Swayze, even. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That's you know that... what, man? Even though I had that gas mask on, I had the time of, of my life. life. And, and I've never, never felt this way before. And I swear, it's, it's the, the truth. truth. And, and I, I owe it all to you. Yeah. You guys feel better about yourselves now? Yeah. I do. I, Fucking I, chestnut breast, Bob. Chestnut breast. He sexually Can't. assaulted that woman. Who did? Patrick Swayze. Oh, Patrick Swayze. 
She was a teenager and he was in his 40s. So it's statutory rape. It's not 20s. sexual assault. There's he was zoom. definitely supposed to be in his 20s. I guarantee you. He wasn't, but he was supposed to be. Just like everybody on Friends was in their 20s. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's something that I've actually given some... Just, just segue. Statutory <laughs> rape of the Friends cast? No, 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 no. That's something that I've given a lot of thought about doing. I kind of miss acting. It's a lot of fun. And I used to. And I had a lot of fun with it. And then I just guess I stopped and like... Man. And I, you know, did the odd musical here and there, and it was super, super fun. And I love to sing, whether anybody thinks I'm good or not. I don't care. You got good pitch. I've never heard hey. you really belt, so I, I, I can't I comment can't on your projection. Belt, monkey. No, belt. I don't want belt. You can't make me belt. No, you can't make me belt. Although you do keep telling me how you get some of your, some of your other guests to sing and stuff, and I'm like, when's he gonna ask me? But I don't really sing professionally in any kind of way, so that's not a well, thing that you would ever ask me. So why would I think you would ask me? I'll sing a song. I'd really rather you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I may have Aww. okay pitch. Bob has zero pitch. You've sang on the show. I this love is, you. You've already sang on the show. Yeah, you did. The odd. We just like, did. We just did shtick. that. Yeah, it's it's a little sticky when we do it's it, sticky. but. But you're you're on key. You're on like sticky, moist fingers. Mm. <laughs> Smells crabby. <laughs> crabby. Smells like a discount bucket at Long John Silver's. Oh. <laughs> it was on sale. I got a coupon in the Daily Mail. That could have been me. <laughs> the dude there. Does this look like a man who's had all he you could eat? eat? Really old. Tis no man. I know. Okay. Tis a mindless eating machine. <laughs> yeah. Two glass eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you sunk my battleship. Well, I don't, now I just keep. Now <laughs> I just keep thinking about rent. <laughs> Unrelated to the Simpsons, but relating to you being like, well, sing something, and I'm like, I don't know. Ah, <sighs> but um. That's all there is to say about that. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Life is like a box of chocolates. It gives you diabetes and then you lose a toe. It's <laughs> <laughs> for Brimless and I have diabetes. <laughs> Cause me to be short with my, my family and strike my dog. <laughs> I lost the Celtic and I took it out on the dog. That's what it was. Really, my dog's been dead for three years. Who the hell did I hit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, okay, we're just getting into weird quotes. Yeah. Uh, but, so... I think we covered some interesting ground. I think we did, too. So in the in the spirit of doing more stuff and finding things to, to calm the mind and um, exercise the body and, you know, just maybe stepping, if not even stepping outside mm -hmm. of, of your vocation, you know, kind of tap dancing within it to rejuvenate it. Yeah. I think it's, this is something, I guess, is just a bit of a parting message something we talked about on the show a lot and it's something i talked about when i did my uh, my i went and did an alumnus talk at sheridan college and it's if you are in the arts either yourself or you know somebody that's dealing with depression and anxiety being the most common you know ask for help because then once you have help it's a lot easier to start doing these other activities Fuck because yeah. getting the work done when you're not getting help becomes so destroying. Oh, it's excruciating. Yeah, excruciating is the perfect word. You're just done. So that by the time you put in your four or five hours, you're so fried that it's not like, 
I'd like to spend the next two hours sketching or I'm going to go to that yoga class, you know, or I'm going to go get my bike out. You just want to crawl into bed and die. So, you know, these things are great. But, you know, for those out there in Radio Land, (laughs) hey, (laughs) you know, it's the wolf man, you know, it it never stops that uh, that process. So, no, for sure. And I think for for people that have struggled with anxiety and depression i think it's a really good idea to be forthcoming with it like i have mm-hmm. no problem oh, yeah. talking about how i uh, it's considerably less frequent now but when i was a teenager i was fucking suicidal man like almost did it the only reason i'm still alive is because the old man caught me hmm. so like and i mean i'm glad that you know i'm super glad that he did because <laughs> i've done a lot of shit that i'm pretty proud of I've, I've, you know i've also done it a bunch of stuff i'm really not proud of yeah <laughs> you know but that's that you know life's a mixed we've bag. got that limited down to a select few witnesses so yeah. that's good, nice and compartmentalized yeah that's right but you know i think it's i think it's super important that people that you know have dealt with it and are dealing with it are are yeah. vocal about it and and tr- as much as possible try to relieve the stigma well, because and when you suffering do, in silence is no. Rough. And, and when you do find that activity, you know, it's, you may, you upswing and it's like, oh, yeah. fuck, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to join a karate class. You know, it's like my cousin teaches boxing. I'm going to go and, or, you know, like my, my friend does a life drawing class and it's, I've always wanted to do that. And it'll be so great. And you do a few, you know, and then you downswing again or mm-hmm. whatever. It's just, don't let that stop you because you have to find these other things to do. But just stick with it. Don't mm-hmm. kick your own ass. Because no. one of the things, you know, if you want to do more stuff, you know, kicking your ass shouldn't be one of those no. things. Some days will be good and some yeah. days will be bad. And sometimes Dust, it's hard. Head. Doesn't his, he look like a fucking mongoloid with a big forehead? He's it's talking your, about it's your, your shadow. It's your shadow, oh, man. Shadow. No, not your face. No, no. 50-50. <laughs> so like, look how... <laughs> The pointed nose and shit. It's just that one angle. It looks like I'm he's just I'm trying to say some profound shit, and you talk about mongoloid face over here? It's not my fault. Mom smoked when she was pregnant. I don't know. Don't say that Fuck about his mother. My mother Fucking... was super healthy when she was pregnant and with you. you know and love it's not my mother. fault. His shadow looks like a waterhead. I can't this do anything why... about that. <laughs> it's a phallian joke, and it's in bad taste. I apologize. This is why you can't have him around. It's actually a big part of the reason I keep him around. I know. <laughs> I, I know. Like that. Well, and it's to be to be fair, Ugh. I say really horrible shit off the air too. Yeah. So if I say shit, it's, it's they say worse things on Family Guy. All right, they do. If modern, if modern family. What was the thing about modern, modern family, family that they said? Yeah, it's a flute in A minor. Come on, you still won't give us an Emmy? If modern Family made that joke. You would carry them around on your shoulders. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah. Yes. Some days will be really hard and some days will be really difficult. This is pertaining to uh, mental illness, not a flute in A minor. But <laughs> To be fair, some of their days are going to be worse than others. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but <laughs> I, the important thing is to talk about it like with uh, what, you know, lead singer of Soundgarden who just passed away and... Yeah, which is um, one example of, of how hard it can be. And, you know, the late Carrie Fisher always being so honest and outspoken about everything that she dealt with. It's important to talk. It's important to be vocal, to share things with people, and to encourage others to share as well. Yeah, on the topic of Chris Cornell, I think um, something that, at least as far as I know, because the, uh, the toxicology report hasn't been released, 
but um, I can't remember the name of the anti-anxiety drug that uh, Chris was on. Chris, I've like heard the him. I've Mr. heard Ativan being Ativan. That's yeah. exactly what it now, was. Now, to be fair, that was fucking Doctor Drew running his mouth, and someone needs to put that guy's head in a bag. Wait, what? He was on Ativan. Yeah, Ativan is like a momentary take as you need kind of a. Th- yeah, it's not intended it's for also, prolonged use. But it's also no, not something that should be prescribed willy-nilly. And it's no, not at all. But, but it's, it's also not something that's prescribed to a lot of recovering drug addicts that suffer like serious anxiety due to like just, okay, you know, and um, some of these side effects on it are like slurred speech and paranoid and suicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you legalize pot so we don't have to put up with the shit. I fucking can't with that because you get. Yeah, these no. the side effect of something that's supposed to curb your depression and your anxiety should not be more depression and anxiety or a leaky exactly. butthole. Did that yeah, too. Did that too. But uh, what I was gonna oh, say. Fuck's sakes. What I was gonna say is, um, fucking read, read, read all the potential side effects. Talk mm-hmm. to your doctor and see a shrink. Yeah, like do the, not go on medication if you are not undergoing counseling. Please, yeah, like w- counseling comes first. Just be safe. You know, really get as literate as possible with what you're taking. Understand it so that, you know, you can avoid... Antidepressants, antipsychotics won't fix the problem. No. It's not penicillin. It's not an antibiotic. And it what you're dealing with is not a bacterial anything. infection. Sorry, I interrupted yeah. you. No, no. This is, it's all on the same point that I'm, that I'm making is that, you know, it's, sometimes it can do more harm than good. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Like, yeah, I mean, at least for me, I lost a hero recently, but, he, you know, his family lost a husband and a father and a son and, you know, a friend. Like, you know, like when 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 people die, they don't just disappear, you know. There's, their their there's, loss is felt. Their yeah. absence is felt. Like, I mean, I never even, I never even met him. Like, not even getting an autograph signed and, like, you know, just another face in the crowd that he would forget the next day. It wasn't even that. Like, but I cried, you know? And and I I listened to Bad Motorfinger and just fucking, you know, and cried while listening to it, you know? The the first track comes on Rusty Cage. And when he does that, I'm on a break! You know, and I was just like, oh, man. And just fucking tears, you know? And... When Robin and, Williams passed away, yeah. we had, I had a particularly hard time with it. You did as yeah. well, but I was. I had a rough time with it, but like I was in a pretty, I was in a pretty rough spot with my own depression at that point, so I wasn't feeling anything. Leonard yeah. Nimoy hurt. Yeah. That one hurt really bad. Yeah. At least but, for me. Yeah. Like Robin Williams, that was really sad, but Leonard well, Nimoy specific- like sat with me in my living room, right, mm-hmm. as a kid. Yeah. Not personally, but no, you know, but especially in these, pejoratively. In these, in these instances pertaining specifically to suicide, right? The yeah. the, the loss of these people. It's I guess I guess what we're coming to. Oh, and basically sorry. What yes, we're Robin saying, Williams did that. I apologize. My point had nothing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It you know, you're, it's never too late to get help. Asking for help is not a sign of weakness, and no. asking for help is not a sign of surrender. It's a sign of strength. And it takes a lot of courage to be able to ask for help. So if you or anyone you know is going through any kind of issues pertaining to mental health in any way, shape, or form, don't hesitate to ask for help. Reach out to somebody you love and someone you know and someone you trust 
And if you can't find them, there are tons of resources. If you're in the greater Toronto area, CAMH is a wonderful resource. Uh, there are a lot of other excellent programs that you can look into, a lot of really great support lines and, and, and hotlines that you can call. Yep. And you are never alone. That's the hardest thing to keep in mind is no matter how isolated and alienated you feel, you are never alone. There is always going to be another tomorrow. There's always going to be a better day and a better way to deal with things. And, and if you're looking for a new hobby, check out Tested.com. Adam Savage is Tested. <laughs> <laughs> and you can turn Nerf guns into science fiction rifles and build all kinds of great fun shit. So yeah, work is, with your hands. Distract for those, for those up days, gang, that's yeah. a great place to start. So, yeah. It's just fun. Yeah. So, um, heavy in a good way. Yeah, heavy in a good way. So, in the spirit, Like my nuts. Uh, and there it goes. And now the show's gone soggy. <laughs> like my nuts. Ah, <laughs> Thank you. Da, 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 da. Appreciate the setup. Yeah, no problem. Uh, <laughs> like you appreciate my nuts. Yeah. I just beat that one. one yeah, that one was yeah. one too many. Like my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Except when he hasn't showered and then it's super vinegary. All ball salmon. Cheese like substance. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Uh. So. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna just that one little clip of you going. Shh, I'm gonna put like all kinds of like delay on it, so it's like. Friday the Thirteenth. Oh my god! So um, <laughs> where can they find us, Ariel? Where every, can they find every, a frame apart? Every Friday, where can they find you? Schmack. <laughs> 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 you can find every episodes of a frame apart go up on modern superior every friday you can find us at modernsuperior.com check out all the other wonderful shows they have you can also find us on social media on twitter instagram and tumblr at a frame apart cast you can find us at uh, on facebook at a frame apart it's uh, a frame apart cast.tumblr.com stop throwing things Sorry. And then uh, that's that's our Tumblr. You can also find us uh, to listen to the show. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, the Pocket Cast app, and Google Play Music. So uh, please, by all means, go and subscribe on iTunes. Every subscribe, uh, star rating, and review you give helps the show become just a little bit more visible to the general public. So every every subscription counts. So please, iTunes. Go and subscribe on iTunes. All right. Awesome. Do it, yeah. damn it. Do right. it. Um, this is 646. My name is Dawson McManus. If you're looking for me on social media, uh, you can find me on Facebook at Dawson, uh, Dawson McManus Music. Sorry, I had to think about it for a second. Mac. <laughs> how do, you, how do I spell that? Uh, Dawson McManus <laughs> Music on Facebook. Uh, I am at Dawson underscore McManus on Twitter. I'm at the real Dawson McManus on Instagram. The other guy is that's not me. <laughs> uh, I am, Poser. Yeah. I am Do you also, think he's he's a furry who's furrying as you? Doesn't count. Does it has count? to be an animal. I am an animal, not a man. <laughs> I, well, I am a man, but I'm also You're a man humans are. He's a muppet of a man. Okay, it's like <laughs> he's a man animal. Humans are animals. God damn it! Am I don't I know. A I don't man? Know. No. Or am I a Muppet? Am I a Muppet? Or a man? 
Um, no, I get it. Um, you can also find me on Tumblr at the Real Dawson McManus. Um, if you want to watch, uh, if you want to watch the show, there's usually a slideshow. Actually, for this particular episode, there's going to be a little bit of actual video footage, Yay. so that'll be sweet. Um, <laughs> that's on YouTube. If you just look me up, uh, Dawson McManus. You can find me on SoundCloud at Dawson McManus and on Stitcher. Uh, also, no, Stitcher is just six four six. Which is probably it should be a little Confusing. more cohesive. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, bitches. But look I mean, for Dawson McManus, and you will find six four six. Yeah, you will. Uh, so, and same thing that Ariel said. Oh, and on iTunes, I am on iTunes. Uh, oh, I also forgot. For me, you can find me personally on Twitter at at Aphis eight, and Insta- Instagram is the same. If you're looking for just me, if you're not interested yeah. in Bob at all. But back to me. There's, really <laughs> no, there's nowhere to fucking find me, or that Homer here. Those are the only places you can find me. And please don't show up Ask in either me. place. I'll 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 get him yeah. for you. Yeah. Uh, I do have uh, actually on my YouTube channel. I do have links to the two shorts that Steal My Name Productions has produced. Yes. Um. That is in the uh, the playlist uh, uh, titled "In Association with," <laughs> and um, yeah, I also have I've got a bunch of original music on. Uh, well, not a bunch. I've got I've got an EP. The new speak EP is on YouTube. The new speak EP is also on SoundCloud, so you can listen to them there. Uh, you can't download them because uh, I I co-wrote a bunch of that stuff. So uh, you can listen to it though. And uh, same same it's thing. It's pretty sweet. It is pretty good. Um, Super sweet. Please uh, rate, subs- uh, rate, subscribe, share, comment, all that good stuff because it it does help everybody out. I won't know because I don't check. <laughs> One day. One day I will. Uh, maybe I should start. I should probably start. Twenty episodes. Oh, yeah. Seven listens. Seems like a lot of work for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's more than seven. It's more be, than seven. I've it? looked at I've looked at some of your numbers on SoundCloud. It's more oh, than seven. Okay. I haven't in a while, but it's more than seven. As, as far as I know, my YouTube numbers are considerably higher than my SoundCloud numbers. As is as is pretty typical. Yeah. yeah. YouTube numbers tend to just like whoosh, skyrocket. Yeah, it's considerably higher on yeah. YouTube, from what I've been told. I, yeah. That's what Amber told me. Because mm-hmm. she finally started listening to the show, which is, she was like, "That's a really good episode. I like that." And I'm like, "Oh, cool. Me, yeah, I, I had fun doing it. So I'm glad you listened." So, uh, to continue on that train of thought, please listen, like, subscribe, share, rate, comment on on both shows because uh, we'd appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, on behalf of six four six and a frame apart, do more stuff. Schmeg.